Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel, and today we're going to talk about repair allowance or getting repair uh, credit at closing on your deal. As always, you can check us out online, www.dieselcommercial.com, and reach out to us if you have any questions. Uh, lots of articles on there you can read. Uh, definitely help you out, get started. If you have any questions, reach out to us. We'd be glad to help you. Um, or look over your deal, anything else like that. Glad to do it. So, this is another way that we're going to talk about today is to get credits at closing that will help reduce your down payment. Now, if you do this right, you can actually drop your closing costs quite a bit. The reason I want to bring this up today is because I had a client that told me he wanted to buy a property and include a 3% repair allowance before seeing the property. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not exactly best practice when you're buying a property. You ask for repair credit after you see the property, not before. Well, the reason for that is if they agree to it and you have more repairs, most likely they won't give you any more money when you ask for it. So, let's suppose your deal is a million dollars and 3%, you only get 30 grand. But what happens when you find out it'll cost 65 grand? The seller's going to tell you, well, you wanted 3% and you got it. I'm not giving you any more. So, this is where you really need to be a little creative and smart when you're when you're asking for credit and money and everything because the seller is going to think their property is perfect and a lot of times if it's an apartment and you have 30 or 40 units well you don't inspect every unit all the time and if you have um, a warehouse or an office building more than likely you have a property management company or you have a single user warehouse uh, you don't know all that's going on so it's very difficult to ask for credit ahead of time. Now, this also depends on what asset class you're buying. Um, let's talk about that for a minute. Most of my clients are multifamily apartment buyers and sellers. Now, I've noticed recently that there has been a number of new gurus offering boot camps, telling them they can syndicate deals and make tons of money, which is fantastic. And I hope you all work with me when you buy those properties in the state of Florida. And if you're buying in another state, I'll help you find the right agent in that area. So don't worry. Uh, we can work together too. Don't feel that if you're buying in Nebraska, I can't help you. Okay. Now, if you're buying a retail building, for example, the, your repair allowance may not work that way. It may not work the same way as an apartment building. In retail, a lot of times the build-out is done by the tenant which is almost never the case in apartments. Um, the renter is not going to redo their flooring or their new units of AC, their kitchen. Usually it's not the case, unless it's a super luxury A-class built property. that I've never heard of that, actually. So if you're in retail, you're looking at the roof, the parking lot, heating and cooling system. You don't really care too much about the ceiling fans and the bathrooms because you're going to need build out almost every single time. 
there's a new tenant in there. The reason I mention this is keep in mind there is no one size fits all. Every deal you do will be a little different. So don't get used to including a set repair credit in your contracts. That's the biggest takeaway on this. Look at every deal differently. Don't have a go-to, oh, this is how much I ask every single time I go into a deal. You don't want to do that. You want to, um, every deal is different. You want to work at every deal different. If you are syndicating deals, if you have investors, uh, that's fine. Talk to them about that too. Um, but if you're buying a class A property that doesn't have any repairs or uh, maybe it has a little bit, you're going to tackle that a little differently too. And I'll leave you guys with what I do on my investment deals with my investment group. If I'm buying a property and the other broker tells me that there are issues with the windows or the water heater, for example, then I will write a credit for that uh, of what I think it is. And I'll usually ask them, hey, in your opinion, what do you think I should ask for? Now, when I have the inspector go out there, and have more, more of a detailed report. That's when I include all the other items and ask for the credit that I need. So I'll ask for a much larger credit. Remember, you have to be careful here because the bank doesn't want to see you get cash back at closing. But if it's in the form of a legitimate credit, then they usually won't have a problem with that. Um, and that's kind of not really the fine line, but that's kind of really what you want to gauge the seller's, uh, willingness to do. So if it's a roof and you know, the roof is going to be 30 grand and you have a seller saying, Hey, there's no way I'm going to do that. And you can get them to repair the roof. Well, that's a credit you really don't need to ask for. Maybe you can ask for something else, a uh, parking lot something else that comes up maybe. Um, and I hope that was helpful and thank you guys for listening.